squeaking, squeaking, squeaking. Mm-hmm. Did it squeak? No. Well, thank you for tuning tuning into the podcast today. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I. This is me, my parents, and Liam Neeson. We took a break from recording last week. You won't have heard a break in the I uh, uploads of the podcast because it's still two weeks off. Right. But we're back now. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Carrie. I'm Patrick. And this week we are on part two of another trilogy with Liam Neeson in it. But it's not taken two. But it's not taken two. This is <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Uh, this movie came out in 2008, and we've talked about a movie from 2008 with Liam Neeson before. Well, probably. Uh, so, don't need to really go through the Academy Awards on this one. Uh, suffice it to say, I don't think this one was doing any winning. Well, it's kind of a... It's a family movie. But I did think that I needed to talk about uh, the music director, because he also did the music for the first one, and I don't think we talked about him. Uh, his name is Harry Gregson Williams. Is he a British man? Uh, yep. And uh, he has done music for a lot of things, uh, including The Martian, oh. which is pretty good. Shrek. Some epic. Yeah. I... This seemed to have more of the the, the big, yeah. grandiose Man on music. Fire, Deja Vu, mm-hmm. uh, Argo, which got an Academy Award that year. I... His brother is... Ru- okay, this Harry Gregson Williams has also done a lot of music for uh, video games. Mostly the Metal Gear Solid franchise, which also has a lot of very uh, nice mm. orchestral, mm. epic-sounding music. Okay. Uh, his brother is Rupert Gregson Williams, and is oh. also a composer. Huh. He's done mostly Adam Sandler movies. That's a different genre. However, recently, mm-hmm. he did Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Oh, wow. So, so it's wo- a talented family. Wonder Woman, uh, in particular, because I do like to talk about this one, mm-hmm. her main theme is in 7-4, and it's real spicy. We do like ourselves mm. a little oddball. Mm. She al- she's also fighting against uh, War, which does not have the Mars theme, but that one's in 5-4, so I don't know if that was where he's getting his inspiration from. Wow. Everyone should go listen to the Wonder Woman theme song from the movie, because it's real cool. I mean, the new Wonder Woman, the new Wonder I Woman. actually went to the theater and saw it with you guys? Yeah. That one? Not the original TV show. Oh, that not one Linda I do, Carter? That one I do not think is in 7-4. No, I'm sure not. It, no. Anyways, I, this movie... I think that I liked the music. It was mm-hmm. good. Oh, yeah. The music mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. It was. I... At points, I felt like this movie was rocketing through the plot a little quickly. Well. People, it, it was very... There a lot to cover in two and a half hours. It was a two and a half hour movie and it felt rushed, <laughs> which is a little disappointing. Which is odd. Uh, there were points very similar to, uh, this is going to be a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Which I won't get. Well, it'll sort of make sense. Because <laughs> let's say you have a group of people and you're going and you're fighting and one of them dies. Uh-huh. That per- the player isn't going to want to sit out, so right. they make a new person, right. and then you meet the new person, and everyone immediately trusts them, and then you just become a team again, and you go off. That's sure. what this felt like at points. When Prince Caspian showed up, and he's like, I I didn't know any of you existed, but I'm going to be your king now, and they all go, oh, okay. Oh. Well, they knew, they, you know, <laughs> they, they knew about him. him. There yeah. were cave paintings or they, something. There were cave, yes, there were yes. cave paintings. It was Sorry, very, we spoiled that for the people. It was very odd. I don't think we're going to be in, I don't too worried we, about spoiling this one. I don't think we need to no. worry about spoiling this so, one. Because, uh, wh- wait a minute, the good guys win. So, uh, the movie starts, we have to establish that Prince Caspian is a good guy, and everyone else is a dick. Well, it, everyone else in his realm. In his realm. Oh, wait, the professor's a nice guy. Santa, Santa Claus Obi-Wan That's is a nice true. guy. Santa Claus Obi-Wan... 
Um, he had a good a good beard. He did, like a wizard should. <laughs> so the king, the king's wife. I well, he wasn't the king. king. He's pretending to he's be. He's pretending to be king, but he's very evil. So he says he's the king. He's evil. He has the beard. Yeah. He's a pointy uh, beard, yeah. like an evil guy. Yeah. So they have a son, and he's like, "Sweet, this means I get to kill my nephew." So my son can be king. So my son real. can be king. Cool. Everyone, get on that. And his nephew, the only good, handsome person in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got good hair. I uh, must escape, and he escapes right into the hands of Peter Dinklage, who had, which is so wonderful, who had not yet graced HBO mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones in two thousand eight. Right. So they probably got him for a reasonable sum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, the four main character kids from the first movie are in London and super bored. They're well. They're going home after being at school for a week, and so they're well. They, they, getting on the it's, train. It's been a year since they were in Narnia the last time, right? But they're because they go to boarding school. Yep. Then they're headed on the train back home because mm. they had all their suitcases with yep. them. And then mm-hmm. the plot insists upon them. The plot grabs them by the nape of the neck and hauls them <laughs> off to Narnia. Again. Yes. Uh, and then what follows is about 40 more minutes of breakneck establishing of plot and uh, And hierarchies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so forth. Until we can get to Liam Neeson. Until we get to Liam Neeson. Uh, we thought we were going to see the Liam Neesons at about 35 minutes in. Nope. It was fake. Turns faked out it was out. a fake. Uh, faked us out. Yep. Totally fake. Made us look twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. We faked us out. Uh, so then they keep going. Uh, the littlest girl, Lucy, is the only one who believes because she clapped when Tinkerbell was going to die and all that stuff. She still believes in the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> yep. She still has teeth to lose. So she's the only one that believes that Aslan can come back. Mm-hmm. And they... And everybody else thinks well, she's they nice. don't run into him. No, she she dreams about him before they find his tomb. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see him first. 51 minutes in? 51 minutes in. And it was in a in. dream sequence. And we were getting nervous that, wait a minute, maybe we had picked a movie where Liam Neeson is not in three scenes, and then what are we going to talk about on the podcast? Because that's our criteria. Three <laughs> scenes. I uh, This would have been a really short episode. This would have been, oh golly, we can't stay up late enough to watch another movie. No, we really can't. <laughs> Some people have to work tomorrow. <laughs> so, what has happened at this point... Well, one... No, they haven't met up yet. There's two converging forces by, the, by, by 51 minutes in. There's two <laughs> converging forces of good guys. One of them is the four main character kids in Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. The other is Prince Caspian and literally every other good guy in the film. Yes. But then they're, they're going to head off against the armies of the bad guys. Every bad guy in the film. Every bad guy with, you know, masks that don't seem logically built in the short There's, time frame that we've been there. They're stormtrooper masks. They're fine. And trebuchets, which really don't look like they could fling those perfectly round gumballs as far as they're throwing they, they no. worked really well. They did. Yeah. With magic, I assume. It's mm-hmm. There's a lot of magic. Well, yeah. wait, this is Narnia. There's so magic. we get the good guys all together, and so the oldest kid and Prince Caspian immediately butt heads because they're both firstborns. <laughs> <laughs> good point. I didn't even put that together. Good thinking. Wait a minute. Life they, makes so much sense They both want to be in charge. <gasps> they do. So that's interesting. The older of the girls and Prince Caspian immediately are locked in a closet for seven minutes, even if they don't want to. 
No Spider-Man, no. That's what Dan would say at the end of the movie. We, we get to that at the end, yes. But... <laughs> and then the two youngest just are also there. They are. At this point. But the kid is a flashlight the that he brings. Chekhov's <laughs> flashlight does come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lucy does have to be there so that we can bring Aslan back. That's right. So all the kids have a goal. We have... They all have a reason, yeah. a purpose. They got mm-hmm. their magic toys. Go. Yep. And all of them are to support Prince Caspian in this case because he's the real main character. Wait, he's the title character. He is the title character, which means he's in charge, no matter what the older kids might say. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, before we can get too far into this, we have to have a big fight in the castle of the bad guys. Oh my, I thought you meant that amongst ourselves here on the podcast no. we were going to have a big fight. No, we're not going to have a big fight. Wow. There's no, cent- there's no centaurs here. How could we have a big fight? I don't really want to fight with you guys. I don't want to fight a centaur. I really like you guys. <laughs> okay. I'm just Good. Saying. Good. Okay. Now, now that agreement. we've established that... So, we have a big fight in which Prince Caspian has human emotions and they cause problems. True. He, but he's a human, so yes. that works. Uh, where he realizes that the evil guy who calls himself king was in fact a bad guy and killed his dad. Mm-mm. Wait a minute, is this like killed Hamlet? Prince Caspian's Prince dead. Caspian's dead, yes. I think this was Hamlet. It's similar, yes. Similar, but there's less people in in hiding in the drapes, I think. He was hiding behind something at the beginning. Yeah. He was hiding behind a door, that was not drapes. Weren't there drapers in this film? I yeah, so. they shot their oh, yeah, that's crossbows right. but, through but the drapers. But he wasn't hiding in the But drapers. he wasn't there. He, he was not there. They thought it they was were the killing opposite him. the family. Yes. It's weird. Yeah. So, I think it all comes back to Shakespeare. Hmm, I don't know. That's a reach. But Maybe. okay, I'll give you that. So we have the big fight in the castle, and it goes fairly poorly for the good guys. They lose a lot of people. It's very sad. Well, the, it's because if, if, the, if the good guys won that early, we wouldn't have seen Aslan. Exactly. So now we're back to... Are you sure you saw Aslan? I was Were you making the it up? You, you were hallucinating. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so now we've got to get back and we've got to rally the troops. We've got to fortify their position, which is a pretty good position, if I'm going to be honest. Right. Because they've got an underground fort with only one entrance. Lots of underground. underground tunnels, mm-hmm. which will become useful later. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, uh, bad, some of the Narnians decide that there is a power greater than the light side, and it's the dark side. Mm. It was bad. It was bad. It was the second coming of Tilda Swinton. Mm. And I missed that part. You did. Because your brother called. Yeah, it was yeah. A, it, you got to talk to him. I did. I had to but, bring him on. yeah, it turns out that there are bad anthropomorphic animals, and it's a werewolf and a weird owl with no feathers person. I totally missed that. <laughs> owl... Hawk. It was weird, and they were human. Su- and they thing. were super evil because they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. give wow. some of your blood to the evil lady." Who- they even sounded evil. Oh yeah! Oh my of course gosh! So. I'm so glad I missed yeah. that part. I have bad dreams. So they were there, and then all of the main characters come in and they kick their butts. And there's a callback to the fight to the fight at the very beginning of the movie because wow. one of the kids saved the other kid, and it was some nice, you know, resolution to that. Wow. Which means that we don't have horrible dark powers. We have to beat them normally. And by normally, I mean challenging him to a duel. Wow. One-on-one. One-on-one. But that guy was going to cheat. He was totally going to cheat. He was a bad guy. He's well, a bad he tried guy. to cheat, but his dudes wouldn't cheat for him. Those guys mm-hmm. have some seriously messed up priorities. Because his evil viziers, as twere... <laughs> they vacillate, also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For being vassals, they vacillate. Yeah. <laughs> Like they 
so they start this whole thi- this whole duel off going, all right, we'll shoot the other guy for you if it looks like you're losing. <laughs> he immediately starts losing and they don't do anything. And he gets pissed at them. Because he's just that way. And they're like, sure, we'll, we'll totally save you. You got him, champ. Kick that teenager's ass. That's so mean. He then loses to the teenager. Mom says no. The teenager says no. I'm going to let your nephew, whose father you killed, kill you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. The, and he walks up, and he doesn't kill him because he's a better man than that. Oh, yikes. And so they're like, everyone's cheering, and the guys who weren't helping the king, they're like, ah, oh, it is over. And then they kill him. And they make it look like the good guys do. And they make it look them. like the good guys do, and then they take control of the entire army and charge them anyways. Which is some it's... crazy forward thinking for an evil vizier, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. That's really... Well, because I think it's all about them. Yeah. They're being very So, selfish. that happens, and mm-hmm. then there's a big fight, which... I think was properly paced for the scale of the movie, as opposed to the first movie where the fight was too hard to follow. This it one was. was pretty easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was not there was only two things ever happening at once, really. Right, and that was easier. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they had a good stop in the battle. They had we'd reached a pause in the battle before we switched to Lucy. Oh, sure. because we did That's have to true. do that. Mm-hmm. She was off to go get help. I don't remember if she was given specific help or was just. Go that way and find people. Go, yeah. Go thither. Mm-hmm. And right. she goes thither and finds Liam Neeson! Which about that? We were so happy Yay, about. Yay, he's Finally. back. Yay. Mm-hmm. And... This is the second time. This is the second time. Because she had dreamed about him before yes, then. But now he's real. Yes. And he yells really loud, and then the trees get pissed. That was really cool. I, in case you thought this was, we've switched from Hamlet to Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet to Macbeth. I told the, you. The woods are coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a little bit of Lord of the Rings in there. Yeah. That's the last march of the ends. That's different. <laughs> the last march uh-huh. of the ends. Uh-huh. So the trees are here, and they don't take kindly to these trebuchets, let me tell you. <laughs> and they start just demolishing the bad guys, and the bad guys go, wait. We've got this bridge we've made sort of a plot point earlier in the film. We're going to go back across the bridge, and then we will have a narrow pathway, and then we will have the advantage. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. So they retreat to the bridge, and on the bridge stands a 12-year-old girl with a tiny dagger. With a very tiny dagger. And they all stop and are afraid to cross the bridge for a little while, which is probably emasculating for them. But then a lion shows up, so they can be properly afraid. That's right. And then the lion yells really loud. And then the river gets pissed. And then it rears its ugly head. And uh, some quite impressive particle physics occur occur Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. the river turns into a very large old man. And makes people get smashed and he headbutts the evil vizier guy. Wow. It was a little impressive. And then they win. Ta-da! And at the very end, they turn a tree into a portal... To send these humans back to the deserted island they were there from and then made their way to Narnia. That part's not really explained very well. Yeah, I know. It just And happens. then the good guys go through the portal and no time has passed and they end up back on platform nine and three quarters. Something like that. That's Harry Potter. I know, but it was something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, all in all, eh, eh. 
Well, it's a family film. It's a family. I've, you know, we've if, seen better family films. If you watch The Lion... Well, because I think Princess Bride is the gold standard for family well, films. Also, most of what Pixar does. Right. But I think for... Yeah. I mean, for live action, yeah. I mean, I think that's... Yeah. It's really tough to beat Princess Bride yeah. for storytelling, for action, for... Mm. Quotable little, quotes. Quotable yeah. quotes, love interest... Yeah. This one technically had all of those things. It did, but I think it was... I, I'm not quite sure that I can put my finger on it exactly why I think Princess Bride is so much better than this. I think it's witty. Film. I think it does more with its characters than follows the pattern that we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Because in that, in this film, when you see, okay, we have the handsome prince man and mm-hmm. the main character female lady, mm-hmm. it takes them two seconds before True. one is looking at the other going... Ooh. Oh, he's so Pit cute. Yeah. So cute, so cute. There's no time at all. Right. Whereas in Princess Bride, the characters are not, you are the boy and you are the girl. You will love each other. Yeah, exactly. They actually do something interesting. They, this they one... give us time to let it happen. Yeah. And let it unfold. And we watch it unfold. Yeah. So then we become a part of it. Mm-hmm. And in this one, like we said, it was a two and a half hour movie that felt rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there were times when it just felt like it was galloping yeah. away we gotta go cut come on catch up catch up catch up which didn't happen with lord of the rings partially because those movies were three and a half hours long <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear so i have a bold proposal to not watch the third one no we're gonna watch the third oh. one too bad <laughs> <laughs> too bad you gotta oh, we do it right away next week we no i was gonna say for the for the rating on this one. Oh, it says a zero i was gonna say a negative one. <laughs> oh. I was going to bold proposal, because he's in the movie so little, and he is so fantastically not in peril. It's a, just a zero, because otherwise you've just now extended the... Into the negatives? <laughs> well, no, you've extended the, the you know, the overall, then, the absolute... Then there has to be a potential for an 11. No, he just know, extended so. it to there 11. Would. Yeah. You know, by, you know, by, by putting it putting our timeline or our number line All down right. to a negative, it thereby extends it to an, a theoretical 11. Okay. What were some? Uh, what other things have we given a zero to? I don't know that we have. Lamb was a zero. Lamb was a zero. That's what it says. Wow. I don't know. I don't remember that movie. He wasn't in <laughs> peril. <laughs> he took uh, that boy away from. Kinsey was a zero. Yeah, that was yeah. just sexual troubles. Uh, That's not really. He's had emotional issues. The other man was a zero. It's a zero. It's probably a zero. It's totally a zero. There's a bunch of nines. We are not going if. At the beginning, you didn't even want to have fractional numbers, so we can't go negative. That's true. We do have a point five on this list. Yeah, but you originally you wouldn't have let us do that. Originally, I would not have. You are correct. See, yeah, see. There see? is Prince Caspian. Yeah. I think it's it's a zero. It's a zero. There is absolutely no peril. I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you. Not implied. All right. Well, that was a really short podcast. Okay, but wait a second. I have one little trivial thing. Okay. Um, so the actress that plays um, Lucy, yeah, her name is Georgie. Henley. I think Henley. Mm-hmm. So doing a little looking up on the phone while we're doing the podcast, and for the first movie, at the end of the first movie, um, the kings and queens of Narnia have grown up. Yeah. At the end, and her oldest sister plays played her. her. Nice. That's a fact. Wow. Yeah, which I thought that was a really cool thing. She's the youngest of three sisters, and her oldest sister played her as, as, you know, the Mm grown-up Queen Lucy. So I thought that was just kind of a cool thing. Yeah. So apparently um, Skandar 
Keynes, who is Edmund, mm-hmm. he you know he's a grown up now. He's a young man and is a political advisor. Interesting. Yeah, there we go. Is Most there... of his acting credits are, in fact, Narnia. Yeah, well, I think all There's of these all guys. Of them. Yeah, these are they're best known for n- no Narnia. Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson here. No, no, I mean this was you know except for Mr. Dinklage, who's got you know a billion things. He Mr. Has... Mr. Neeson, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even the James um, McAvoy has done a lot of stuff. He's Mr. Thomas from the first one, but he's not in this one. He's just on a cave painting. Wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was just a cave painting. Yeah, he was just true. a cave painting. That's true. Him. Yeah. So apparently Ben Barnes, who Prince Caspian, here's a picture of him on my phone at the 2017 San Diego Comic Con. Ah. So what has he done? What has he done recently? He's also played Tom Ward in the fantasy film Seventh Son, Dorian Gray in Dorian Gray. Um, Samuel Adams in the 2015 miniseries Sons of Liberty. Ooh, as a an American uh, Revolutionary War. Oh, he's in the pun- oh, he's in he's in the Punisher TV show. Oh, that would do it. Who's that? Barnes. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. do it. He's not. He's he was not the Punisher, but he was he yeah. <laughs> was sort of a bad guy, good guy. He was a no. Mm. He was a bad guy. Uh, shall we say emotionally struggling uh-huh. in that movie. Series. Mm. It was in a. It was a series, wasn't it? Ooh, Punisher. wait a second. Now I'm totally off on a tangent. This Sons of Liberty was a History Channel um, three part miniseries. Music by Hans Zimmer. Ooh, I might have to watch that. Hans Zimmer it. does good stuff. I know. I, these guys, these men who composers. I'll just be generic. Who do these epic music scores? Just are um, amazing to me. How they can come up with this the thematic material that can that can sustain and support uh, these films that are so long, or a three part miniseries. What? So anyway, right. now we're all on our phones and we're not paying attention to the podcast. You should probably I'm be done. With, what should probably be done with the podcast? What kind of old twenty yeah. first like, century people are we? I know, right? Hey. <laughs> all right, are we done? I think we're done. All right, have a all good right, night. I think so. Bye.